I'm Deborah Amos, and this is Counterfeit Crackdown on America Abroad. Joining me now is Victoria Espinel. She's the first U.S. intellectual property enforcement coordinator. Ms. Espinel, thanks for joining us. Happy to be here. What is your job exactly? My job is to come up with the strategy, come up with the vision that this administration is going to have and the priorities that we're going to place on intellectual property enforcement and then work with all the different agencies of the United States government, the Department of Justice, Homeland Security, the Department of State, Commerce, USTR, to make sure that we implement the president's priorities and take care of this problem. Let me ask about this problem. Um, Why do you think an American, let's say in Iowa, who's struggling to make ends meet, worried about his job, paying bills, why do you think that person cares whether people in Africa are buying fake jeans or toothpaste or medicine in their local market? Well, this is not just a problem in Africa. Um, This is actually has a very serious impact on the United States. And I would say, first and foremost, it's jobs. But beyond that, we are seeing cases that have serious impacts on health and safety. And I believe we have a real obligation to the citizens of the United States to stop counterfeits which could harm them or which could harm our national security. And that is not a theoretical issue. That Those are cases that we're seeing every day. It's a problem that's often seen uh, as a problem for the United States. The U.S. is the creator of so much intellectual property. You mentioned that other countries are beginning to actually take this seriously. Do you see that to be true for developing countries, or, or is this a first-world interest? You know, I think it depends. So clearly for the United States, you know, it sounds trite to say, but it's absolutely true. Intellectual property, innovation, that is our comparative advantage, and we have to vigorously protect it or we are going to risk the entire underpinning of our economy. Um, but there are other countries, including developing countries, that are also recognizing that this is a risk to their economy or a risk to their people. I think if you're talking about Africa, they have an enormous problem with counterfeit drugs. Many of the countries in Africa are trying to address it, but it's extremely challenging for us. So you can imagine what it would be like to deal with this problem for law enforcement in Africa. And that's an area where I think we need to help them, and we are doing more to help them. So, for example, we've increased the amount of funding that's comes from the State Department to Africa to try to help them combat the problem that they have. There are criticisms of your office. In our research, uh, we've heard it called a failure of democracy. Some say it turns federal lawyers into defenders of private property for the content industry. So what do you say to convince people that you're the good guys? (laughs) I have to say, I find those types of criticisms kind of absurd. We have an extremely open-door policy here. So we have made a great effort, which I think has resulted in a very balanced and thoughtful and comprehensive strategy to reach out to a wide range of views, even views that are typically critical of intellectual property, take all of those into account, and then come up with a strategy that fundamentally is intended to help protect our economy and help protect the health and safety of our citizens. And I, I think it's difficult to to criticize that in a serious way. Let me ask you about China. At the end of the day, how much is this about China? They're the manufacturer of vast amounts of counterfeit goods. And considering the economic leverage that they hold in the world right now, is the U.S. actually in a position to confront China on this issue? We are in a position to confront China, and we have confronted China at the most senior levels of the administration. One of the 
problems that we face in China is that there's a whole range of intellectual property issues. So people often think of counterfeiting and piracy, but there are also discriminatory practices that countries put in place that are intended to make it harder for our innovative companies to operate. There are stealing trade secrets, um, sometimes even with the involvement of foreign governments, which we call economic espionage. Uh, There's patent theft. There is such a wide range of issues in China um, that it makes it a very complex problem to deal with. Thanks very much. Thank you. That was Victoria Espinel. She's the first intellectual property enforcement coordinator for the U.S. government.